0: Log TALK RADIO JESUS
1: Out there, I hope you're doing great. Listen, you've tuned in once again. Geez Ladies Lounge. That's right, we are back by popular demand. Woo! Thank you to all of you who have um inquired and, and requested. We just took a little hiatus, but guess what? We're back, we're stronger, we're better, and we're ready. We're ready for you to come into the lounge, sit down. Relax, take your girlfriend off, put your feet up, you sit back, and just let us do the talking, and you can just do the listening. This is Miss G's Ladies Lounge, and I am your host, Gwen, better known as Miss G. That's right, I'm Gwen Finley. And I wanted to um, take today to start off with some great and important information which will help us. We're in the summertime, we're in a time of Um, where it's getting hot, it's getting, uh, you know, so many different things going on. Sometimes there's storms there's just a lot of different types of atmospheres that's going on. And so what better time to talk about maintaining and preserving our health and being careful emergency nursing or emergency medical care. And then also for those of you that are looking for opportunities, maybe you're in the medical field or you don't even have to be in the medical field, I believe, and you might want to find out about starting your own business um there are some things that you can do as well so stay tuned stay tuned we got some good information coming from for you now listen you know how i like to do i always start out with a prayer because i believe that our communication to god opens up so many doors and windows for us so let's start out by just asking god to bless even today Father, we thank you today for this time. We thank you for each and everything that you've done in our lives. We thank you for each and every person who will listen and who will participate in this conversation. We thank you today, O God, that you are the great and the awesome God. Hallelujah. We thank you, O God, because you've given us life, you've given us breath, you've given us the ability to do so many things, and you've opened up so many doors for us. So today we want to thank you for our guest, Francine Terry, and we pray that you would bless her and divine touch, training services. We pray today, oh God, that everything that she puts her hand to, that you will bless it and make it prosperous in your own way. God, even now, I pray that every person that's listening can be inspired, can receive something that will help their lives to become better and greater. In Jesus' name, I pray, and I thank you now. Amen. Listen, my guest is on the line. She's waiting for me to stop talking so much and get her on here. She's got some things that we're going to talk about. But first, I just want to tell you a little bit about her. Her name is Francine Terry. I'm sorry, I think I blanked out on y'all. I do apologize. Can you hear me now? I can. Can you hear me now? Okay, I'm sorry, Ms. Francine. I hit the wrong button. So I just knocked my own self out. So listen, I was reading her bio. You can go to my page and you can read it. But (laughs) let's just get to Ms. Francine. I do apologize. I just happened to glance over and see I hit the wrong button. Y'all know it's Monday. I'm trying to recuperate. All right. So I was talking about her. She is the owner of Divine Touch Training, a company that she has created um, for CPR training. Um, And she has had multiple – she has serviced multiple businesses and individuals along the East Coast. So let's go into um, our questions, and then we can get more answers directly from the mouth mouthpiece herself instead of reading the bio. How about that? All, <laughs> All right. right, Ms. Francine, how you doing today? I- I'm good. I am good. How are you? <laughs> I am doing fine. I'm doing fine. I love... um the ability to come back on and and share with the people. I love opening up um, platforms for others to share what they have, especially when it's something um, so great as what you're doing. So let me ask you an icebreaker question. We're going to start out that way so that you can just let the people know a little bit about Francine. So you have the opportunity to be someone else for one day. Who would you be and why?
0: Um, if I had the opportunity, I would be my mother, and the reason okay. I picked my mother is because she was such a great example of a servant- okay. a giver um and she um not only um introduced us to God but she showed through her lifestyle what um serving God was all about, so I would love to be my
1: mother. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's an awesome statement about your mother, and I'm sure she loves hearing that. (laughs) All right. So, listen, um, let's start with your own bio. It tells us that you are an LPN with a variety of experiences. Um, Tell us, since most of the people didn't get what I said, tell us a little bit about yourself as an LPN and who Francine Terry is in the healthcare world.
0: Okay, yeah, I went to LPN school, excuse me, through St. Mary's School of Practical Nursing way back. Mm-hmm. I graduated in 1982. I actually wow. worked for St. Mm-hmm, Mary's for some <laughs> years, and then I transferred okay. to Baltimore and still worked for them, and that's where my whole life changed when I got to learn the skill of dialysis. And fell okay, in love okay. with dialysis and that's where mm-hmm. I spent most of my time in dialysis. I've seen wow. dialysis change so much over the years. I mean, just it's amazing to see how far they've come. I mean, so when I first started dialysis, we used to dialyze patients for six hours a day wow. um, every other wow. day. And now you're down to mm-hmm. like some people run two and a half, three and a half, four hours, but it has really progress of course as technology has gotten better Um, yeah you either love dialysis or you hate it
1: (laughs) oh my goodness I'll tell you my mom was on dialysis and my grandmother but um, when my mom was on dialysis I used to go and pick her up and I I just couldn't get past the door I could not pick the smell of all of that bleach Yeah. whatever it is they use the alchemist and the bleach and all that I could not take that smell and I was like Dialysis is not for me. I already know. I I, I mean, just because of that, I said, no, I can't do it. But um, (laughs) it's a wonderful wonderful thing to have good nurses working in the dialysis field. It does um, affect our community very greatly. So to know that we have people who are there who actually love it and have a passion for it. It's a oh, great thing to yes. know. I appreciate you just for that. I do. Thank I do. You. So you. Yeah, you, you,
0: um. go
1: ahead.
0: <laughs> no, I'm saying oh, you do you get to, to know something. your patients because you see them, you know, three times a week. So it's like you become their second family. So if you like kind of long-term care, it's, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Cause you really get to know your people. And then I've worked on the right. acute side of the fence too, where you
1: just see them in the mm-hmm.
0: hospital so
1: it's, oh, I loved right. it. All right, that's great. <laughs> so now, how did you transition from um, being in dialysis to uh, go and start your own company? Um, and, and maybe I'm jumping a gun, but how, how could you transition <laughs> from that to moving out to starting your own company in CPR? Oh, well,
0: actually, glad you asked, because let me tell you what happened. I um, um, You know, as being a nurse, you have to have your CPR, and you have to get research, you know, every year. And then back then, it was right. every year. Now you can do it for every two years. And, I mean, right. we used to dread going for our research. It was like, oh, because you <laughs> have to go out to work. You're tired, and uh, you're like, uh, oh, I don't want to be right. in these classes for however long. But anyhow, I have right. this one instructor that was just, I mean, she was the rudest. She was like, you did not check the pulse for the full 10 seconds? And I'm like, lady, we have worked 10 <laughs> hours. We are tired. We know this. We do this. But anyhow, I was like, you know, what, I'm right. going to learn how to be an instructor, and I'm going to make my right. classes um, um, fun but still effective. So that's Isn't exactly what fun? I did. I went online, I mean, I went and tried to find out what, you know, what I need to do to become an instructor, I did, and I started back in 2008. And I just started servicing a lot of the dialysis facilities, actually. Um, And then I got bids for um, working in the prison, um, teaching dialysis, and it just went from there. And Mm. I have people that request, I want Francine because I do it on, we go over everything we're supposed to, but it's truly based on your skill set. If you've done this, you've been a nurse and you've done this, I don't know how many times, it's usually only a few things that changes. So we focus on those skills. And we really go at it from that point. But when I do the community, of course, they don't know it. So then you really take your time, explain it, make them feel comfortable. And that's the main thing. People don't act because they don't feel comfortable. They're scared they're going to do okay, something so wrong. so let's
1: talk about this. So let's talk mm-hmm. about that. First, let's tell those uh, people out there who may not be um, clinical uh, health care mm-hmm. what the CPR actually is and why it's important for them to also learn this. Right. Well,
0: it's important really for everybody to know how to do CPR because you don't know when an emergency is going to pop up. And um, I have some statistics that show that um, it takes the ambulance on average. You're going to take six Mm -hmm. to eight minutes, maybe ten minutes, to get to where the emergency is. Time is of the essence because your brain cells without oxygen start to die, you know, from four to six minutes is the rule of thumb. So you're already, you know, running against the clock. So that's why it's important for the bystanders, the lay people to mm-hmm. know CPR because we need that bridge in between when the ambulance from when the um, event happened to when the ambulance get there so you can have a better mm-hmm. outcome people will survive more if people can get to them quicker. And it's not hard. Okay. Everybody can learn it. <laughs> I encourage it. Mm-hmm. I'm passionate about mm-hmm. it. Um, and it's nothing to be, a sca- uh, be afraid of because you think about it, if somebody's not breathing <laughs> and they're not, um, mm-hmm. their heart is not beating, they're going to die. So help, any help you can give will be better than nothing.
1: So what about the people that say, well, I don't know about all those medical words, you know, the terminology, um, I'm not sure of, you know, how to identify when a person needs CPR. How do you um, get them to a place of comfort where they're able to understand that they, too, have what it takes? I know you just said it's not that hard, but how do you get to a place of letting them know that they have what it takes? to identify this crisis and the ability to go ahead and and fit in, even though they don't know all the big words. Right, and it doesn't require
0: that. It's just taking this class, taking a class will teach you. It's it's very basic. Everybody can usually tell when something is not right. Everybody knows breathing mm-hmm. is normal, and you usually can tell. Mm-hmm. Somebody falls out in front of you, Um, that's not normal. Mm-hmm. So, to right. ask is a good thing to do something about it and mm-hmm. with the world. Everybody has cell phones, so it's, it's much easier than it used to be. They've put out a lot of things to help you with remembering songs. Um, the BG, Staying Alive, that really helps. Yeah, a lot of people are right. scared to give people mouth-to-mouth. They're like, they don't want to put their mouth mm-hmm. on anybody. And we found right. out the chest compressions alone, that's a help, too, because if they don't get the blood to form with the chest compressions, the breaths really aren't going to matter. So it's, right, it's right, um. Right. I encourage everybody, They don't take my class, take a class because it is so easy. It really is so easy. And I know people may say, I'm saying that because I do it all the time, but it's it's really not a hard skill at all, not at all. The mannequins may be harder than the um, humans to <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> right,
1: right. <laughs> yes, poor Annie, <laughs> Annie and yes. Andy is it? <laughs>
0: yeah. Annie
1: and poor Annie and Andy, we beat them up for years. I know. I've been a nurse for twenty-seven years of countless CPR wow. classes and refreshers, yes. and uh, I get sick of seeing Annie every year, every two years. I just get sick of her. <laughs> So the last time I went, it was actually computerized, um, and mm-hmm. I did a lot of stuff on the computer, even um, the compressions and all that stuff. They had it hooked up to a computer. Um, do yeah. you use the new technology as well?
0: I um my, The company I have does use it. I prefer not to, but I know people this day and time need, um, you know, that flexibility of doing it. You know, Mm -hmm. online, I still prefer to, you can test online, but I still prefer Mm -hmm. that one-on-one in-person compressions because I actually just did a research um, two weeks ago and a girl had did it online, but as healthcare professionals, you can't do your clinicals. On You know, your skills are right. supposed to be in front of an instructor. And she was like, right. you know, just baffled it was her first time. And she did it on the mannequin that I had that, you know, they light up and let you know if you're actually deep enough. And she was like, this is
1: mm-hmm. so much
0: better because I really wasn't sure what I was doing, you know, online. So I really right. think the hands on with the actual skill part is, is better.
1: hmm so. Yeah. Oh and I think, you know, that's what I was talking about as well, both ways. But um yeah. I think I used one that was actually hands-on, but it was hooked up to um a computer system or something like that, like you said. And, yeah, they they um, have that. I think mine was I think mine was a little crazy. It just would not <laughs> No. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I can't go any deeper than this. I'll okay. right? Um, no. <laughs> I'm just <Right>. kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. A lot but, of yeah, sometimes that. you do feel like, yeah, a lot of people yeah. don't understand because there's also a downside if you're doing it incorrectly. Is that right? Right.
0: Yes, you can. And and I tell people, too, because they like, I heard I might break a rib. And you can break a rib, you know, even doing it correctly. You can break a rib. But um, a rib will heal. Exactly. As opposed to you not doing anything and they're gone. So I tell people, don't be scared to act. Like I said, they're not breathing, and their heart isn't pumping.
1: They're out of here anyhow. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, you got to give them some kind of chance. I'd rather walk around with my arm hanging off a little bit (laughs) than to, you know, if it's not my time to go. If it's my time to go, let me go. That's right. You know That's right So have (laughs) you ever had to use Those skills that you are now training Others to use um, In in real life time
0: Yes I have I've actually used it on a baseball field A child was um, in a hot car On a hot day like this And somebody gave them um, They got them out of the car finally And then gave them a hot dog And they Mm. not only got (laughs) choked They stopped breathing So I have actually had to do it Mm. on a child and I've actually done okay. it, of course, in dialysis and when I worked in the hospital. Not, not okay. much though. <laughs> but okay. I have done it. So yeah, it does work.
1: because a lot of the people. Yeah, a lot of times, especially when you work in healthcare, um, and you're dealing with certain types of clientele, um, many of them will already have, you know, a do not resuscitate order. and So right. we don't always get to use those skills, but. Um, right. In certain um, areas of nursing, I have been in the midst of codes. Um, I have not mm-hmm. actually had to um, do the compressions and stuff. My job was always to pass out the tissues and <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> not tissues, gloves, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> gloves or whatever. And so right. um, I was cool with that. I have been, um, I have done much emergency nursing um, but that's different right. than actually doing the CPR tra- uh, CPR um, procedure. So tell us, right. do you actually do just general emergency nursing um, or emergency training as well with your um, classes we do or do courses?
0: First, yeah, we do do the mm-hmm. first aid training, and I'm um, actually getting ready mm-hmm. to take another course to do the advanced um, first aid, which I haven't dabbled into that to see what that's all about. Well, we do do first aid. Um, And we also do um, a thing that I'm pushing for training is the um, babysitting class. It's called um, CABS, and it's Child and Babysitting Safety, which is a wonderful um, program Uh for our youth, and it teaches them entrepreneurship. um, And it really gives them the guidelines to this is a business. It teaches Mm -hmm. them some very important things that – I know when we were younger, we just, you know, you kept your um, uh, little siblings and the people next door, but it is really so much that can happen um, that (laughs) they didn't tell us about. So it's a lot of good, it has an information sheet that you're to get from the parents, like, you know, what's their bedtime, what's their normal routine, what's their allergies. And it also teaches Mm -hmm. you, as the parents are interviewing you, to interview the parents, too, because it's it's okay, okay to say no if you think you can't handle these kids, you know, if it's more than one. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a really good program. I really push it. It has a certificate, um, and it's mm-hmm. good for two years as well. And I try to tell okay. um, the people that I teach the class to that if you had um, a parent had three people they were looking at, and they see mm-hmm. you have your certificate, you've been to a class. Um, you know some um, first because it does teach a little basic first aid stuff also. And then there are two more people mm-hmm. that are just neighbors. Which one would you feel comfortable with leaving your child with? Right. So right. it gives right. them the upper hand and it's it's a really good program.
1: Well, <laughs> really good telling, so you know, awesome. what to do. Yeah, Right. That's awesome. So there's a lot of nurses out there who may be interested. Um, um, it's it's pretty um, easy for them as well to go and take some training courses that will yes. allow them to become a trainer. Um, yeah. And then for um, for let's so so let's go back and just review. So when you're training, uh, Divine Touch will actually mm-hmm. in CPR it will train in the emergency nursing. Um, it will mm-hmm. train in the babysitting as you said emergency mm-hmm. um training and as mm-hmm. well you um you're going to be teaching in those CPR classes and everything emergency uh, respiratory or breathing uh things like right. that heart problems um things like okay. that right yep and oh, oh, teach you that's how to
0: awesome. use um oxygen um We have a class on oxygen. And, of course, we teach you how to use the um, AED, the defibrillator, which is very important. Um,
1: And what else do we
0: teach? Um, A
1: lot of of good so, choking, the choking, that's the choking another thing, yes. thing, right? Choking. Yeah. Yes. The Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Although,
0: you know, we don't call it the Heimlich anymore. It's the abdominal <laughs> plus because somebody somebody's right, right, it. Right. But And we also uh-huh. try to use an um, EpiPen. So, you know, if somebody has an allergic oh. reaction. You want to know how to use that. Really? Um, also mm-hmm. Wow and we actually have, you know, in the trainers so it's yeah it's it's really good and also we teach them what to do say you do give CPR and um mm-hmm. the patient that you gave CPR to it they are breathing now they are um mm-hmm. they're, they're, and you need to know how to put them in the recovery position until the rescue squad gets there so it's right, a lot right. of information that can really help. A
1: lot of information. And you <laughs> teach them also how to use two people versus one person, right?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because it's always better to have help. <laughs> but oh, if you don't, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> I, mean, I, love I, things love things I love I it. I love too. it. I love it. Yeah. Get your I help love on it. the I way. <laughs> Right. Get you <laughs> I love that. So listen, this this has been an exciting um uh information system information session. Um one of the things I was going to say also was do you uh cater to any particular people when you're training or do you go to, you know, different um entities like church or business or so it anyway? <laughs> I go anywhere
0: if somebody Mm -hmm. is willing to learn, because like I said, I feel everybody needs to know. And I also do, I don't have most, a lot of places want you to do it, have at least 10 um, people to take their class. I do small classes. Mm -hmm. I will take two people. I will take 10 people. If I need to do bigger classes, then I'll get another instructor in and we will do it together. But Everybody needs to know. So I don't turn people down because they don't have, you know, 10 people that need to be in a class. No, everybody needs this information. And um, most of the emergencies happen outside of the hospital. That's why it's so Mm -hmm. important to me.
1: (laughs) Because nine times out
0: of ten, you're going to be helping somebody. It's going to be most probably one of your loved ones.
1: Mm -hmm. And you don't have the equipment that the hospital has. So you've got to right. know just the basic information of how to just exactly. maintain a person until they Pain. can get to that. So That's listen, correct. you've been just so wonderful. We have just um two minutes left. And so I wanted to just get you to tell us how they can reach you, where they can find you okay. to get more information. Find sure. out, you know, your fees because nothing yes. is free. <laughs> Go ahead. You can give them you can give them the information. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Okay, you can reach me at Divine Touch Training, and that's all one word, at yahoo.com. And you can call at 804 506 0274. Say that one more time. Okay, Divine Touch Training. Oh, the uh, phone number is 804. 804- Go ahead, either one 506 zero two seven four and you can email me at divine touch training at yahoo dot com.
1: That is so wonderful. Divine is D-I-V-I-N-E-Touch yes. T O U C H training. Yes. T R A I N I N G. Yes, yes. We gotta me. make that all clear. So, listen, you have been wonderful. I appreciate you. I had um, one more question for you, but I'm just going to say to everybody that may be listening, my last – I think my last uh session I did was with Nicole Cole who uh who is a nurse practitioner and that happens to be your lovely daughter isn't that right Yes
0: ma'am Yes so ma'am So
1: <clears throat> you have been you have been an LPN for over 30 years But you have passed the torch on, and she is doing such great things, and you all are rocking this world, training people (laughs) and and helping people to be better. Listen, I thank you so, so much for being with me, and I look forward to having you again. We'll talk again soon and get some more medical information out there for people um, because I believe that we all need to continue to get information. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And I hope to talk to you again real soon. Listen, everybody out there, thank you so much for joining us today. You've been wonderful without you.